This is Unsocial Spectators with Clay Harrison and Mark Ramsey. And uh, you can find us at unsocialspectators.com and also at unspectators on Twitter. All right, welcome to episode 50 of Unsocial Spectators. Hey now. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, not too bad. What uh, do you got planned for the day? This? That's it? All yeah. right. Yeah. Cheers. Let's let's get to it. Yeah, watch, watch some movies and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so, we're going to talk about 2002. Yes. Uh, what was your movie for 2002? <laughs> it was the uh, Mr. Show sketch uh, film Run, Ronnie, Run. Yeah. Which which it, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was really hard to rewatch. Yeah, that. I rewatched it again. Uh, the whole time I'm like, man, I must have been really high the first time I watched this. <laughs> But, uh, like, I love Bob Odenkirk, and, you know, I go on and on about, like, all his work. I read his book, Comedy, 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 Drama, that he put out last year, Mm -hmm. and he talks about, like, this film, and basically, they shot everything, and they were working with Troy Miller, who was the director, but he was also the producer and editor, so he's like, just let me do a first, you know, edit on it. And then you guys can do it, and we'll see like how close we are. And then he just shut them out and turned in that copy, and that's why the film is the way it is. He goes, "That's he." He goes, "We filmed these, but we had a way we were going to tell the story," and he just ignored every part of that. Well, that's Hollywood. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum was good. <laughs> yeah, it's wild to see like the people that show up in it and stuff. You know, it's great to see. You know, Brian Posehn wrote on it. Yeah, but but I was like looking. I mean, Run Ronnie Run is pretty much uh, predicting the reality TV we have now. Oh sure. I mean, you know, everyone they put on TLC ends up with some sort of criminal background. But I was curious, like, at the point, Run, Ronnie, Run was 2002. When did Jersey Shore start? Because that, I felt, was like the beginning of the end of reality TV. Because that was just the lowest point. Uh, Are you sure? (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, you had the swan where the women had surgery. You had Flavor Flav dating women who shit on the floor on TV. I mean, it's it's been a fucking shit show for years, man. Yeah, but it, it, I looked up reality shows for 2002, and it, it's not as bad as, like, now. Like, Jersey Shore started in 2009, but, like, the set they had was just, you know, kind of tame compared well, to what we see now. Well, they, like, I feel like Run, Line, Run, Ronnie, Run is really, like, what the Real Housewives is now. Uh... Uh, it's just people don't behaving. ask don't ask me i don't watch that shit man <laughs> well it's just fucking women behaving badly but the, because they're rich women 
it, it's different if Ronnie does it like he, the shit he does in the film well, versus these trash. I women. mean, it's a takeoff on cops. I mean, that's basically what it is. And uh, cops is is poor people because poor people go to jail and rich people get a paycheck for doing crazy dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, that's the big difference. But now you've got, I mean, uh, you have the, the that cr those crazy fucks that were in that one show. They've been put in jail. I mean, all kinds of them go to jail now. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, which they should, you know. But yeah, I rewatched it and I forgot how bad it was. Yeah, it's really fucking bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remember, like, is there, what are the jokes that hit? But it's like, no, they don't really pull them off very well. It, it's, no, it's, it's bad. It's just yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's more of the concept. It's like, yeah, you know, it was, it is. was kind of interesting back then. And I don't did it did it go to the theater or was it an HBO movie? I think it was a straight to DVD thing because, or if it did get released, it didn't get a very wide release because it well, had so many. Well, it said it was a HBO production. I think it only came out of the HBO. Wow. Let's see here. Does it have any sort of box office? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was a HBO show. Maybe it came out, but I don't think so. No, it didn't come. Well, it, it just says that it made five million dollars. That's it. Well, so. yeah, yeah. In the beginning, it says HBO. Uh, you know, so I don't think it came out in the theater. Uh, and you know, so. Well, I think what happened was it was released on video and then got a limited release. So, like, back during that time, like, you could probably have seen it, like, at the Angelica or maybe at the Inwood, and it would be a real limited release. Well, in the beginning of the movie, it said HBO production, an HBO production. And back then, you know, they weren't making movies you know so I think, well they were making series though so i mean they were yeah still, but they, they, were, just had they to... were making hbo movies you know but they weren't releasing them usually in the theater so yeah that that's where i saw it you know so uh yeah a piece of shit movie unfortunately yeah. but you know yeah not really worth revisiting no, uh, you know it, it. It was just kind of a waste. It was it was hard to rewatch, real hard. Uh, but Jeff Goldblum was funny. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum pays off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would you watch uh, the Ring? Oh, okay. So how was that? Well, it was the first time I watched it. Oh, and it's uh, the most. Uh, the biggest uh, Japanese uh, remake horror film that they ever ever had made the most money. It oh. was based on a Japanese film called Ringu, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, like a 
one of the biggest uh, uh, they have a lot of Japanese remakes but yeah because it like this started a trend that they did the grudge yeah yeah a lot of others a lot of those but uh, I enjoyed it Uh, um, I mean you can't do it anymore because no one uses uh, videotapes you know, yeah, so. but there's always that urban legend of technology. You know, you're going to see something that's going to do something and it's going to cut, you know, in five days you'll die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, they do it now, but they do it with the websites or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, it was fun. I mean, Naomi uh, Watts. Uh, uh, Watts is really good in it. And, uh, yeah. It was a fun film. I, I'd always heard about it, but, you know, I never saw it. Uh, I think I saw it back then, and I've never revisited it. I, I don't know why. I think I watched the Japanese version more. Uh, yeah, but let me know if you need a copy. I can get it to you. Uh, oh. uh, so, yeah, what else did you watch? Well, I discovered this uh, channel that uh called osi 74 tv and it's like on twitch you can get it on your roku but it's just a a channel that streams like um it says it's like inspirations or like drive-in movies and comic books and that kind of aesthetic of just uh uh you know cable access tv type shows uh-huh. And uh, I've just been watching that on Twitch because they stream like old shit that I love and uh, new shit that I've never never seen before. So it's kind of cool because they have like their own programming too, and they they're looking for programming. Huh. I mean, this is this is really kind of a low low rent like this would be cable access back in the day. Sure, but and so I love that aesthetic. So I've just kind of been watching that, and they ran Assault on Precinct Thirteen while I was. Uh, uh, watching it and there are dudes in the chat that like you could tell are like you know way younger than me have never seen this film and they're like goofing on it at the beginning and then like by the start of the attack they're like this is fucking brutal this is real gritty crime and like like it's neat seeing people discover stuff like that on there sure uh, like they're like just in a chat room yeah uh, okay but, uh, i That's love some- rewatching I love rewatching it with people who've never seen it. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, so... um, uh, You watch anything else? I watched Horns. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Yeah. It's... Who wrote that? It's Stephen King's kid, Joe Hill. It It was pretty good. Yeah, it is good. I, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, the real cool concept and uh, everything, you know, uh, fun time. And uh, I watched uh, Hell or High Water. Oh, with Ben Foster and Chris, Chris uh, Pine? Pine? That's a and, fucking good And, and Jeff Bridges? I've never seen it before. It's so good, man. Dude, if you... This is the best way to judge any movie. Is if Ben Foster's in it, it's good. Yeah, he and especially when he plays like a criminal type, like he does in this. Yeah, holy shit! Uh, track down a movie called Galveston. Oh, okay. It's a fucking crime noir that will rip your heart out. It's oh so, really? 
fucking dark. Does it have been, Ben but, Foster in it? Yes. Yeah, I'll check it out. I heard uh, a Ben Foster interview on Marin a couple weeks ago. It was a really good uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. How, how, you, any cool stories? Did he have? Because he's an interesting actor. He'll take any role, and he always knocks it out of the park. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had uh, pretty cool stories, you know. Uh, Is he married to Robin Wright? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe. Uh, I don't know why I thought that they were married. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, uh, also, I've been watching Eli Ross' History of Horror. He's married to Laura Pepperone from that '70s show. Oh, so, so is she? Is he a Scientologist? Because isn't she a Scientologist? I thought she was a Scientologist. Yeah, I don't it, know. It's hard to track all the Scientologists. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. Oh, anyhow, well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, but Eli Ross history of horror. I started watching that. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's a good host too. Like he really is a fan of horror. Oh yeah, I heard him on uh, Quentin. Now, uh, Quentin Tarantino has a podcast. He does it with the Roger Avery. And uh, oh. uh, we, we, who co-wrote uh, Pulp Fiction with him? Yeah. And uh, uh, Eli Roth has been on there talking about horror flicks like Grindhouse horror stuff and stuff. Real fun shit. Good yeah. show, man. They come up with a bunch of uh, great films. I, I want, uh, they're all on Tubi. You know, oh, good. Yeah. yeah, you could just pull them right from that. Yeah, they're all over there. So yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, but I started watching 1923. It's a show that's in the Yellowstone. Uh, oh, the uh, universe. Universe, but it's much better. It's not like soap opera so much. It has Harrison Ford in it. It's really, really good. I, I've been enjoying it. I was uh, checking out Helen Marin. Hey, now. Yeah, yeah. She, well, I mean, she's like 70 now, so, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, uh, I, I watched Maniac from 1980. Oh, fuck, that's a good one. Really? I mean, I watched the remake, you know, that came out recently, I think, with... Uh, yeah, Elijah Wood. With Frodo in it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was good but the, this one is really really good you know and uh, it was recommended on on the Quentin Tarantino podcast so yeah that that, that was kind of fun and I also uh, started watching Mayor of Kingstown Kingstown Oh, the uh, Jeremy Renner show. Dude, that is a good fucking show, man. That's on Paramount, right? Yeah, it's okay. really, really good. I mean, Gritty and Jeremy Renner is fucking good in it, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah well. prison drama. He's like this uh, fixer. He used to be in prison, and his brother's... Uh, a cop and he's like the middleman between prisoners 
and the, the cops. He like deals with it and try, you know, tries to put, you know, make sure they uh, get their drugs and I mean, just crazy fucking shit. Wow. Yeah. It look. It has that look of uh, what was that Ben Affleck or or what was it? Uh, the the town. Yeah. Yeah. The robbery. Yeah. It has that look. Yeah, but it's awesome and. you know, it's a really gritty uh, set in uh, Michigan, and it's just really cool I'll ch- show. Yeah, I'll check it out if I re-up uh, uh, Paramount. Or yeah, just, like, yeah, it's grab a, grab a free month. Definitely worth checking out. And, uh, yeah, you just uh, make a new email address and re-up, you know, use a <laughs> different credit card, you know, you know the... Yeah. Yeah, we've uh, got a few thing. days left on Netflix. I've been using Netflix a little bit. Are you, oh, are you doing the ad one? Uh, no, no. She got like I forget like a fr- uh, one month was free, but you had to do like a certain tier, and then she forgot to stop it, so we had to pay for one month. Oh, huh. well, that's but, uh, all right. Yeah have you, have you watched Love Death and or Love Robots Love Death and Robots? Uh, no. On Netflix? No, oh. no, I don't have Netflix. Oh, I didn't so, know if you had a chance to ever see that. No, no, I haven't checked it out. But, uh, yeah, Mary Kingstown is my favorite show going right now. I'm really oh, enjoying really? it. Oh, really? It's that, that big. Really good, man. And uh, it's funny because, you know, he was ran over by a snowplow. Yeah, and uh, uh, in the show, it's funny because every show he gets beat up, and uh, I'm just thinking, well, he'll be fine. He's just beat up in every show, so no one will be able to tell by all the scars on his face when he comes back. <laughs> and I start, I, I started watching this new show, fucking weird, called Paul T. Goodman, Goldman. It's on P. It's on Peacock, and it's it's weird. It's based on this guy who wrote a book, where this woman married him and then like totally lied about everything and uh, was uh, trying to grift all his money, and uh, she was like. Uh, part of this criminal gang and all this stuff. And the real guy who wrote it is the actor in the TV show. And they're it's like half doing the show and they stop and they're talking to him, uh, like, uh, on the set and telling him, Oh no, don't react that way. It's kind of a cool concept. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm reading some wild uh, comments about the show. Yeah, yeah, I, it's a lot of fun. I've really been enjoying it so far. So it's going to be cool to see where it's a true story, you know. So, yeah, it's on Peacock. Yeah, right? yeah, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. So, yeah, definitely check that out if you get a chance. Also, um, uh, I watched Drive with Ryan Gosling. Fuck, I love Drive. Good, dude. good movie, man. And you forget, like, Oscar Isaacs is in that with a minor role. Yeah. Minor role. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was early on in his career, you know? 
So, oh, and the music in that is so good. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Also, um, uh, I watched uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I've tried to watch that. It's real slow, but I yeah. that it's my kind of movie, though. I oh, like okay. that Cold War uh, slow. You know what I mean? It's yeah, really the pacing. The pacing is yeah. The just... pa- pacing is is my kind of thing. Uh, also, uh, did you know they're making a Tron three? What? Yeah, the, yeah, and uh, uh, Gerlito is supposed to be in it. Oh, get the fuck out! Yeah, it's Mormon time. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, of course. Leave Tron alone. Oh, poor Tron. <laughs> I know Tron's not really that great, but it was always a fun kid movie. And then revisiting it when Tron Legacy came out was more about like the music. I dug the music more than the movie. Uh yeah, I mean I I love I went to see Tron. I rode my ba- bike thirty or twenty miles to go see it when I was oh, a yeah. kid. You know, it was the first computer animated movie. They were hyping it up, and it, oh yeah, what it, it it was cool, but it was just like people it, it, were wearing tights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool, and uh, I watched uh, Election One and Two. Not not the Matthew Broderick. This is a, a, a Japanese. It's Japanese or actually Hong Kong crime, and it's like the Godfather of Hong Kong crime movies. It's really fucking good, man. Really okay. good. Okay, where'd you see it? Uh, a Criterion. Criterion. Yeah, okay. yeah. Real. If you get a chance, check it out. Definitely see that. And I uh, watched The Insider with uh, Al Pacino and yeah. uh, um, Oh shit! I know this. Gladiator. Movie. Um. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that guy, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah, and that was okay. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but... And I watched a couple of movies that I probably should have already seen, but I had never seen. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Eh. I'm like hit or miss with those. Eh. Like I like the later movies. The, the first one is... Nah... I mean, after a while, pretty much the plot's the same. Oh, yeah. There's always a spy in their spy organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So. so, I mean, I think it was okay. And this morning I watched The Mummy. Oh, the original or the Tom Cruise? No, the the uh, the original. Brandon Fraser one? Yeah. Well, I mean, I the, the originals in the, uh, the 30s. 30s, you know, that... Is one of my favorite uh, films, you know. But well, I lo- I love the Brandon Fraser one. I like to claim that as the Gen X mummy. It's, it's fine. I mean, it's okay. I gave it three stars. I had a fun time. 
that first movie was a fucking real blockbuster type film. Like I hadn't seen one in a while and going to the theater, that was a blast. The next two kind of petered out, but yeah, I, I don't, love I love the, first I don't one. plan on watching the next two, but the reason I watched uh, a mission impossible, the first one is because it's, uh, cause of the director. Oh, uh, John Woo. No, the first one is Brian oh, De first, Palma. Oh, the first one's Brian. De, yeah, I yeah, about that. and so Brian De Palma, I'd never seen. You know, so hey, he didn't. It was a cash grab for him. You know. Yeah, I, I'm sure he has some Tom Cruise stories. I'm curious. About yeah, that. it's <laughs> definitely not a Brian De Palma movie. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, and I watched this film, uh, yesterday on, uh, Shudder, or AMC Plus, Old Man. What is that? Pretty interesting. I bet you can get it on Shudder, too. It's kind of a, uh, it says... A, oh, Stephen Lang? Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I had... It wasn't the best, so it was kind of a, you know, a, a low budget and everything. Shot in one room, you know, but I kind of like those kind of films, you know. And Stephen Lang excels at those kind of films. Like, he he's done a couple of bad horror films. Like, he did this one called VFW, but he's, like, really great in it. Yeah. And uh, I forget the one where he's, like, a blind man and people oh, are broke uh, into his oh, house. Oh, yeah, Don't Breathe 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's another one. He's great. Yeah, I really enjoy him. I had a good time uh, watching his shit. Uh, then uh, last night, I've been watching, wanting to watch this for years. Get Carter from '71 with Michael Caine. Fucking great, man. Yeah, it is. It is so good. It's so like I, I hear it talked about. But I don't know a lot of people that have seen it. Oh, man. I've been wanting to watch that forever. And I finally watched it on... Uh, I bought it on on uh, Google. So, And and that is a great case of like showing Michael Caine really excelling. Because most people know him in his older, later career stuff. Yeah. You know? That is fucking great, Michael Caine. And then you see Sylvester Stallone try to remake that movie. Nah. And you see why like... That's why Michael Caine rules. That's yeah. that's a, a great way to see Michael Caine. Yeah, it was totally, totally up my alley, man. Totally up my alley. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty much everything I've been watching. Oh, okay. Um, I watched uh, Suburbia on YouTube. It was free. It, it's uh, it's not the Suburbia of, uh, that was made in 84, but, of, but in 96 with by Richard Blinkletter. Uh-huh. And it, and it's, uh, you know, kind of that time period where people just hung out like at the, at convenience stores, you had that type, like in the nineties, Jay and silent Bob, you know, um, uh, Bill and Ted. And this is more of a dramatic storytelling from uh, Eric Bogosian because it's based on a play he wrote about like his friends who hung out at the co local convenience store in Massachusetts. Uh, Steve Zahn was one of the original guys in the play, and he recreates his role on film. Steve Zahn is just, I, he's awesome. He's one of the best actors of our generation. But it stars Giovanni Ribisi, 
And it's like this group of people who graduated from high school. Another Scientologist. Another Scientologist. Uh, and it's and and they have this friend who has left school, who's coming back, who's kind of been successful. He's had a video that's played on MTV. And right. so it's this this group of 20 somethings kind of reacting to this guy's success and their and their relationships and, and shit like that. Um, it's really, gr- you know, great Eric Bogosian because I like did you ever see talk radio? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he, like he's really great. Most people know him for like um, Law and Order shows. Yeah, but but that guy like was doing one man, one man shows and uh, writing plays way before anything. And this is a great one. It, it, it's slightly adapted from his time period for you know the Gen X crew, but I think this is you know Steve Zahn and Parker Posey's in it too. She's great, uh, uh, and it's free on YouTube. It's uh richard Linkletter just you know telling stories like he do he knows this kind of generation and how to tell them right uh oh and then then one other thing was uh as we finish out our netflix i was watching that love uh death and robot show uh because that is uh kind of a not necessarily sequel to heavy metal the old uh cartoon from the 70s right um they were trying to put that together and then when they couldn't, they just called it love death and robots. And it's basically that same format of just different animation, uh, anthology stories. Oh, okay. And I, and it's CGI, it's 2d, it's 3d, it's all different forms of animation. So it's worth checking out if you ever get like a month or two free on there. Uh, yeah. Um, there, there's a rumor that are going to have a free Netflix. It's going to be ad only. I can do that. That yeah. would be smart. Yeah, like a Tubi Netflix. Yeah, I mean that would be hella smart because they have like a lot of content. And, they, and what's weird is like they have content that they create and they immediately cancel. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're just kind of stockpiling the stuff that doesn't go anywhere. So it's like having a series that's like one or two seasons. It's pointless. Yeah. Uh, I guess just having a, a library you can put out there for free and stream makes sense. Just collect that ad revenue. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, eventually they're all going to do that because they realize that people uh, can't have 14 different subscription services, you know? Exactly. You know, it's just not worth it to a lot of people, you know? So... Yeah, I mean, I there's nothing I have to see right away. And, no, you know, I'm no hurry. I had to watch the list and wait, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's so much content that out there already. I mean, like, there's there's uh, sometimes there's just better content on YouTube versus some of the movies that they're releasing because it's just crap. Yeah, no, I, f- I mean, I found Little Darlings. Remember, uh, uh, you know, I found uh, that Chris- on, on archive.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, Christy McNichol and Tana O'Neill. Yeah, and I just uh, download from archive.com, you know. There's Perfect. There's stuff over there. Uh, some of it's legal. Some of it's, <laughs> no, not so legal. Uh, you know, but there's stuff there if you find it. Yeah, I mean, like, I have no problem not paying for Amazon content, not paying for Apple content. I mean, they're getting their money. They're not suffering. 
Yeah, and uh, it's like uh, uh, Epix was uh, bought by Amazon and is now MGM+. Plus. Uh, so all those old epic shows, you can now subscribe to MGM Plus and go over there and watch them for free for a month. You know? Yeah. Go buy secondhand media at a used book, a used uh, DVD and Blu-ray store. <laughs> Just get the content. Uh, I I I get stuff at the library right now. I'm wait. I have yeah. a week late left for till my new library opens up, so it can start ripping again. Oh, good deal. Yeah, yeah. We it, we hit the library this week, and I got like a stack of comics. Uh, yeah, they've been closed for a month. Uh, while they're transferring all the media over to the new location, it's just across the street, you know, but. It's uh, now three stories, covered parking. It's uh, huge, dude. Dude, that sounds fucking nice. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to be there uh, right when they open up to go get a bunch of shit. And, God, uh, we did. We went to our library and like they had the, these new little study rooms. They were just like empty rooms you could go to, but they haven't finished them out yet. Right. We were like, ooh, fancy, but fuck, we don't even have a second story library. We we have two libraries, really far apart. Nah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how that's all going. So it'll be yeah, very fuck. cool. I'm going to have to look that up because that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have uh, uh, a bunch of stuff on hold, you know, that's going to be there waiting for me. So, I mean, a lot tar and a bunch of new films, you know, so. Oh, good deal. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, you'll probably get that from me. So, so that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I'll put in uh, request. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. So that's why I haven't been like, hey, do you want this? Hey, do you want this? Because I've just yeah. been waiting for the, for the library to open up. Oh, also, I watched American Hustle again. Oh, that's a good film, yeah. Yeah, You're yeah. on a Jeremy Renner tear. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> is so good on that movie. He's just fucking great. Great on Christian, that. Christian Bale. What the fuck? They're they're all good in that film, you know? Yeah. Uh, Amy Adams is good too, yeah. You know. So good, dude. Yeah. She... Uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence, eh, she's okay. Yeah, yeah, not, not she's really a stand kinda, piece. But she, she's also she's also performing next to people who've had have like decades of acting experience on her. Yeah, I know, but Jennifer Lawrence, you know, the original uh action hero uh female action hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, have you have you looked at two thousand three yet? Uh oh n no I haven't. Uh where are you going to watch? Kill Bill Volume 1. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. I think that I think I'm going to also watch a movie called Tiptoes where Gary Oldman plays a dwarf. Yeah, I have uh, heard about that. I've seen it before, but I just would love to come and talk about it because it's the oddest film I've ever seen. Yeah, they were talking about it in the Quentin Tarantino podcast, that, and then that's why I added it to my uh, a watch list. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. I'll, I also may revisit overnight the Troy Duffy story because that's a really good documentary if, if you've never seen it. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, I'll fu- I'll figure out. You got to pick uh, first, so you have Kill Bill, and I'll uh, let you know what I'm going to pick. Okay. So let's wrap it up there. We okay. ha- we we got it in in only one uh, session of Zoom. <laughs> All Unbelievable. Right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week on the show. <laughs> See ya. Later.